Welcome to Profits Afogado, a podcast all about growing a profitable business that pours over into your life. I'm your host, Sarah Verhayen, online entrepreneur, wife, and mom to two littles. I'm the owner of Marish Books, where we help small business owners embrace the numbers side of their business. Whoever you are, you're welcome here. So pour a cup of coffee and join me for inspiration and action steps to cultivate the business of your dreams while living your ideal life. Okay, episode one, here we go. I am so excited that this podcast that has been on my mind as a dream for quite a while now is finally happening and that you're listening to it. So originally for this first episode, I was going to do an introduction and kind of a, here's my story and how I got to where I am. But after recording it a couple of times, I'm just not quite ready to share it. And I think that can be a lesson in and of itself is that Sometimes you're working through things that are just not ready to come out yet, and that's okay. It's okay to process through them on your own until you're ready to share it, and that's where I'm at right now. And that kind of segues in nicely to the story behind the name of the business, which is kind of centered around the fact that we're human and imperfect. So Marish Books, a lot of people are like, is Marish your last name? (laughs) No. Uh, So a mare is a female horse. So growing up, I used to ride horses, and if a mare was acting kind of like bratty, um, like pinning her ears or swishing her tail or just, you know, acting maybe like moody or hormonal, somebody would say like, oh, she's being marish. <laughs> and so I took that to change it to a good thing, which is that we're human. And also, especially in like the traditional corporate environment, Women especially, but definitely men too, are not encouraged to have emotions. Um, You know, it's just like the more stoic and like professional you are, the better. And things aren't supposed to be talked about. They're just supposed to be like shoved away and pushed down. So Marish Books is all about rewriting the corporate culture script, I guess, and just a place where everyone is welcome as long as you're being a kind human to other people. You're welcome here. So I'll end this section with just a couple of fun facts about me. Um, So the first one is that I can now solve a Rubik's Cube in under two minutes. And this came about during a particularly stressful season at work when I was in my corporate role, where I really just needed something to get my mind off of the day so I could sleep at night. And I picked up a Rubik's Cube and was like studying YouTube videos and kind of got a little bit into the speed cubing world, but I am not nearly as good as, you know, some of the people who can do it in six seconds. So uh, yeah, there's the first one. The second one is I think Friends is the greatest show of all time. And in fact, I think it's so great that I made a quiz. <laughs> so the premise behind the quiz is that if all the Friends characters were entrepreneurs, which one would you be? And it's a really fun quiz. And then when you get the results, it tells you like, um, you know, knowing this about yourself, this is what you might want to think about or focus on with your business finances. So I'm going to leave the link to that in the show notes. And if you're interested, you can go take that quiz. It's really fun. And then the third fun fact is that I love dad jokes and the cheesier, the better. Like they just make my, they make my day. And so of course I'm going to throw in a cheesy joke here. So here we go. And I did not make this up. I found it online. Of all the inventions of the last 100 years, the dry erase board has to be the most remarkable. (laughs) I just love it. Okay, so now we're going to get into the meat of the episode, which is 
what is the difference between all of these accounting acronyms and bookkeeper and accountant? And what do they all mean? Who do I actually need right now at this phase in my business? So we're going to start with the CPA. So CPA stands for Certified Public Accountant. And these people have passed a pretty grueling four-part exam in order to get this license. And they have to take um, continuing education each year in addition to ethics. And uh, the reason behind all this is because, as the name, the title suggests, they serve the public, whether it's doing uh, tax returns for people or for businesses, or they're an auditor and they're making sure that the financial statements that people are relying on are accurate materially. Most of the time when somebody mentions a CPA, they're probably referring to somebody to prepare a tax return. But just know that um, really a CPA is anybody who has that designation and they could be doing tax, they could be doing audit, they could be working for a private company. So that's CPA. And then later I'll go into like when I recommend um, bringing each of these people on your team. Okay, so bookkeeper historically has been the person who is doing the data entry. So recording all of the activity going on in the business into what we call the books. So every sales transaction, every expense transaction, payroll transaction, um, basically the person actually preparing the details of the financial statement. And while this has, like I said, historically been kind of just a data entry job, I think there's a shift in the industry right now because technology is doing so much of the data entry. Uh, right now, QuickBooks and Xero and probably most of the accounting softwares have um, automatic import features where your transactions are pulled directly from the bank statement. And it's really somebody looking over it and making sure that it's accurate, which is important because as I'll go into a little bit with the CFO, anybody who is analyzing these financial statements, they need to be accurate in order to be making accurate decisions. So when you think of bookkeeper, think of the past. They are looking at the past, everything that's happened, and recording it. And then to shift gears to CFO, when you think of a CFO, think of the future. So CFO stands for Chief Financial Officer. So if you think of a large corporation, there's a CEO, chief executive officer, and then a CFO, chief financial officer. So this is the person who is overseeing everything financial for the company. So making those decisions on budgets and looking at profit margins, analyzing metrics to see if they're on track for their goals, that sort of thing. And taking it a step further to analyze it and present that in a way to the client so that they can understand it and make decisions from it. So for example, maybe analyzing the profit margin by the different revenue streams or products. And then the other big part of what a lot of CFOs do is projections. So basically, I think of this as making a plan for your money. And this is the part that I find a lot of entrepreneurs are missing, which is they they're doing their bookkeeping, but they might not be sitting down and saying, okay, I brought in $7,000 today, let's say. Like, where is that money going to go? Is it going to pay myself? Is it going to pay my staff? Is it going to, um, you know, be set aside for taxes? How much? So now who should you have on your team at what phase in business? So we'll start at the beginning and we'll go from there. So when you're first starting out, your bookkeeping needs to be done somehow. And if you're not super comfortable with it, I definitely obviously recommend getting a bookkeeper. And I know it can be a tough decision when you're first starting out and 
maybe not bring in as much money as you're needing to decide to outsource something like bookkeeping. And I'll probably do another episode on this in the future about what I recommend um, for new business owners when it comes to bookkeeping. But for now, to summarize, I will just say I don't typically recommend QuickBooks Online to somebody who hasn't studied accounting because I found that QuickBooks Online can make a lot of assumptions and especially things with like paying yourself, depending on your business type, get a little bit tricky in the accounting software. So I definitely recommend bookkeeping being one of the very first things you're outsourcing as you're going your business. Okay, so the next one is CPA. So this one I I also recommend at the very beginning. Um, Basically, anytime you're starting a business, it does add complexities to your tax situation. And also, you're going to want a CPA on your team eventually to do tax strategy. Um, You're going to want somebody kind of keeping an eye on your situation and advising when to make the S-Corp election so that you can save on taxes. And also, when you are looking for a CPA to do your taxes, make sure this is something that you ask is like, is there planning throughout the year? Do we meet more than just once a year, like just to get my tax return? Like make sure it's a relationship that's also proactive and helping you look out for those situations that are coming and planning for those. And then the last, of course, was CFO. So when I recommend getting a CFO is when you're a couple years into your business and you're ready to scale beyond 100K, let's say, of revenue annually. Really a common time that I see people ready to get a CFO is when they are to the point where they don't want to put any more time into their business. Maybe they're a little bit overworked and they need to get themselves out of the business. And with that, of course, it's going to come team members and making sure that they're still profitable and that, and then of course, that there will be enough cash in the bank to pay the team members and they don't have to worry month to month, like, am I going to bring enough sales to cover these expenses? That's when a CFO can be very helpful. And then of course, beyond that, A CFO is somebody to oversee payroll and kind of be a liaison between a tax accountant. And the bookkeeper can do that too, especially if you have a bookkeeper that's pretty experienced. Um, They can be very helpful in that relationship with the tax accountant. So to wrap up, I hope that was helpful in kind of clarifying the different accountant roles and titles and what they all mean and when might be the right time to bring each person on your team. Ideally, at some point, you would have all three of these. You'd have a CPA to handle your taxes and prepare tax strategy. You would have a bookkeeper preparing those accurate financial statements. And then you'd have a CFO analyzing those financials and advising and making sure that you know what you're looking at and what to do with it. And lastly, I'll just plug in here what we do. So we do not do taxes. We do have recommendations of fantastic CPAs if you need one. And I've really found this to be a beneficial arrangement for clients because tax law changes so frequently and it is a beating to keep up with if you're not doing it like 100% of the time. Having that expert in tax to just have the peace of mind that everything is getting done properly and also that you're able to take maximum advantage of all the credits and deductions that are constantly changing is just priceless. (laughs) And having the bookkeeper and CFO to be separate, I think, is a really beneficial arrangement because then one person is constantly in your books because a lot of times when a CPA, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but traditionally in like um, accounting firms, when the CPA firm also provides bookkeeping services, 
during March and April and September and October, they are going to be swamped with tax returns and they are not going to have time to even think about your bookkeeping. So having that monthly relationship of seeing your financials, seeing what's going on and having that monthly contact, um, whether there's a meeting with their CFO or just an email from your bookkeeper, I think is so much more beneficial than, you know, either just getting your bookkeeping at the end of the year or, you know, getting it except for a few months of the year. So that's my spiel on all the things. But yeah, back to what we do is bookkeeping and CFO services. So we have clients at both tiers. One thing that we do with all of our clients, but particularly our bookkeeping clients have expressed appreciation for this, is that we provide what I call a visual metric report. Basically, it shows you pretty charts and graphs of things like your cash balance, your profit margin, um, you know, shows you kind of pie charts of like where your money's going and how it's coming in. That's one of my favorite parts of just like putting all of these numbers that can be overwhelming on a spreadsheet into like, okay, this is what I think you should look at and what I think would help you. So anyway, if you are interested in either bookkeeping or CFO services, I will um, leave that link below too, of course. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode number one of the official podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review. This helps spread the word about the podcast and help other business owners just like yourself grow their profitable businesses that pour over into their life. And if you haven't already, please connect with me on Instagram at Marish Books and let me know uh, your thoughts on the episode. I really love chatting with you guys one-on-one. So my DMs are always open. Come find me on there and let's chat. See you next time.